Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh. Lord, Lord, y'all. What I'm gonna do? Oh. Lord, Lord, y'all. <laughs> Shit is all true. All right, it's another episode of the College Street Podcast. You know, the something, believe it or not, the tie for first place. Sean Dutra's prediction. Preseason prediction actually comes true, and of course the back-to-back games postponed. And uh, at this point, I'm not even quite sure if we're going to see the season play its way through. But that's not what the NBA is saying, according to Woj. ESPN reports saying that the NBA does not plan to stop the regular season at any point due to uh, COVID uh, safety and health protocols. So that that's where we stand right now. We're, we're not quite sure where this team is going to go from here. How many of these games will be postponed? What the rest of the season is going to look like. And of course, we'll still break things down here on Causey Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. And uh, we got Joel Pavone here, Sean Dutra. I'll go by Nostradamus today. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh We're doing oh. FaceTime, FaceTime version again, FaceTime format. We got a we got a breaking news, guys. Breaking news. Oh, you got you breaking? The Sixers have lost and the Celtics have sole possession of first place. As hey! we speak. Hey, there you go. Say hey. That helps. You know what? This is where you put that meme with that black dude when he points at his head. He just goes, yo, hey, hey, can't lose first place if you don't play any games. <laughs> can't lose any games if you don't play any. <laughs> if you don't play any. <laughs> there we go, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I got to tell you, man, obviously I didn't see this one coming. And the Celtics, for what it's worth, it wasn't the prettiest win at the end of that game against the, uh, the, the last one, uh, which feels so long ago because it was like, what, five days ago? I guess the Washington Wizards, uh, they happened to blow a 10-point lead in the last minute somehow, miraculous, miraculously. But uh, they look pretty good. I mean, for where they are right now, for how things are going, it, it's, it's just it's terrible that they have to come to a stoppage right now. And I don't know, guys. I, I feel like this, the NBA will be better off just stopping the season, taking a couple of weeks off, everyone quarantined, and then just go from there because you don't want to keep seeing this happen where teams are at a disadvantage and they can't put out their best effort or we don't see a game at all. And that's exactly what's happening right now with the Celtics. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it definitely sucks because the Celtics. I think we're just finding their form and figuring out how they play around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown with role players. Like, I think they were just figuring it out, like in, firing on all cylinders. And it was wonderful to watch. And Kemba was supposed to come back this week. And then they're just like, yeah, no, nah, actually, everyone's got fucking COVID. Thank you, Florida. <laughs> Motherfuckers couldn't, can't, you can't put a mask on in Florida. Yeah. Oh, so is that, is that what it was? The, the, the Florida trip did it? Is oh, that, don't, is that... don't, don't, don't even. Nah, nah, me nah. Thank bro. you. Thank you, NBA schedule maker. Because okay. Yes, that we guy, can, or, Barry. Or, Sean, or, Sean, Sean's hated that guy for years. <laughs> I've been on Barry for years. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're just calling him Barry. By the way. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Like, his name, we don't know what. Yeah, we don't know his name is Barry at all. His name, his name <laughs> could be. His name could be Dick for all we know. We don't know. Yeah. But that's our that's our Becky for this for the situation. Yeah. So I mean, you you got the you got the Celtics coming coming back from their Florida trip, right? <laughs> the lovely state of Florida, which you know it's. There's no COVID down there whatsoever, right, guys? And There's so they- much COVID down there that <laughs> they've literally they it, it it like it started as a political statement not to wear a mask, but now it doesn't it like fucking matter life. to wear a mask because a mask or not, you're gonna get COVID wiping your fucking ass. <laughs> they give zero fucks, zero fucks down there about what's going on. But anyways, they come back to Boston, right? They play the Wizards, and then they're set to play the Heat. Meanwhile. The Heat were supposed to play the Wizards, so this is all this wacky scheduling that's fucking things up all so far, and it's only three weeks into the season. The COVID triangle. <laughs> yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate, and you know what, Sean, you bring up a good point because the the, the continuity, the chemistry, you know, is starting to form, starting to gel. Obviously, it was nowhere near uh, where where uh, Brad Stevens wants it to be, but you know that that's what happens when you're only ten games into a regular season. But I think the most the, the most damaging part of this is the facilities, you know, the practice facility. These guys aren't practicing. They don't get a chance to get in, you know, those workouts or at least get to continue to play basketball. I mean, I'm not quite sure the extent of it in, in, in terms of how much of these guys are going to be able to practice if, uh, you know, tonight's game is canceled or not or postponed or, you know, they have to wait a couple more games and, and try this thing out again on Wednesday night at, at TD Garden. But um, either way, it, it's just this this thing is just not good for the league as a whole. and. I got to say, for these two games to be postponed, I almost think that that's better off for the team and for the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, what kind of basketball game were we actually going to get that that Sunday, Joel? You know, like, what exactly? I, I was if, curious. If the Miami Heat player, you know, didn't, you know, even if they did, it, it were able to get this game in. Like, how good, of, how fair is that for the Celtics? A team that's tied for first place is, is unable to put out their best product. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I, was, uh, I, I was curious to see how that game was going to look like because – I mean, both teams didn't didn't have their they didn't have their best players, so in that aspect, it would have been kind of uh, it would it would have been a fair game, I felt like. But no, you're right though. The NBA they're banking on the fact that they have 30 teams, so they don't care. At least that's what they're the message that they're they're sending out is yeah, okay, one, two, or three, or four teams uh, they can't play because of you know COVID protocols. But guess what? We got another 26 teams that can still play. So. If this continues the way it's been going, and not only that, how about the uh, the fact that uh, like every other day someone is tearing their ACL? Like, the, the, are we not going to talk about that? Because again, I'm I'm still on this whole like they should have rushed the start of the season, but three weeks in, and now you got a major. Well, 
they're not going to see it that way. But it's a it's a major problem that's going to continue to rise. So if the Celtics well, if the Celtics don't play on Tuesday, I mean on Wednesday, the fact that Tuesday's game was canceled was because there's an eighth player now that's in the it's in protocol. We don't know who it is. Granted, as as we're recording this, we don't know who it is. It could come out after the podcast gets released. But what about other teams that want to protect certain players? Like look at the Sixers. Ben Simmons was supposedly injured, and he wasn't on the injury list. He wasn't on. The, he wasn't on the like the uh, the the list that needs to be yeah needs to be turned in. Appreciate you with that list. Yeah. So the Sixers got fined for that. So <laughs> the, is he injured or does he got COVID? Russell Westbrook, he's injured now. All of a sudden, is he really injured or does he have COVID? Or is well, it an inconclusive test? And you know, because all these yeah. all these things, this is this is where you're going to start going into the shady areas of of this pandemic that's affecting the league. And our team's just going to try to hide it now? I think that's a lot of what they're going to try to figure out. That Tuesday meeting, the NBA Board of Governors, I mean, that's the meeting that they have planned out because I think they want to figure out the logistics of this thing because obviously the protocol is leading to a lot more players being eliminated from playing uh, due to, you know, contact trace. That's my biggest thing, though. That's my biggest thing. It's like, okay, so the reason why the NFL was able to push through an entire season First off, they played one fucking game a week. Yeah. Second off, they didn't have contact tracing. So if you're going to contact trace and hold people out, you have no chance in having a season, especially when you're traveling every four days, every five days, because right. everyone is everyone is bound to be traced near someone. <laughs> It's, it's, fucking so yeah. it's a fucking oh, it's gonna, they're bound to be traceable. Honestly, honestly, I'm surprised. It's very traceable. Six degrees, I'm, six degrees of separation here when it comes to COVID. Kevin Bacon, baby. Matt Trace. Matt Trace. Uh, everyone everyone can trace you back to Kevin Bacon. Just fucking give me one one second. But yo, uh what I'm saying is though, is is, is seriously I'm surprised it took ten games to get here. Well, you know what's you know you know what's interesting? We spoke about this in a short ass off season that that was, and I think I remember I, we had a discussion, and it was later reported that the players were just against this completely. I thought like the bubble was like the best idea, and Yo, that they should they should have like tried to do that do that again or to some capacity. Yeah, the players were going to do that. Man. I know, but the players didn't want never it. agreed on that. They, didn't, the they didn't want it, but... and, and it would have taken way too long for both sides to agree on. It. It's the yeah. best idea technically. But that's from our perspective of saying, yeah, because you know why? Because the NBA was banking that there would be fans. That's it. That's the bottom line. They thought that, yeah, of that, course, because they're, they looking, for, they're looking out for their bottom line. Joel. I got you. I got you. you but know, their, the arenas, the, their, the, the governor. I mean, the, the uh, but they the were banking on banking on because they're they're always talking to the, the CDC. GMs. They were banking on that there would be a vaccine. There's a vaccine now. Obviously, uh, there's a couple of different vaccines out there. But how many players have already said, "I ain't gonna be no guinea pig." <laughs> yeah, but they already knew, vaccine or not, that there there was going to be a point in the season around this time, obviously December, January, where there was going to be a spike. Well, I don't know if they're going to call it a flat out outbreak, but I think that's what they're afraid of. But uh, to draw the point, I mean, obviously we're talking about four teams right now. The NBA as a whole is saying like we don't, yeah, we have a little bit of an issue, but we don't have a problem yet. Yeah. And until it reaches ten plus teams, that's that's the only time they're gonna start to really think about it. And then the, the NBA and the and or at least the, really implement a change. Yeah, the NBA and the Players Association are talking about. Oh, why don't they just 
just expand the rosters, add more players. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's 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 bring more players into this mix and you know give you know yeah. make that risk even higher for for the tracing to to continue. Because so, you know what I think too. You know what I do. Uh, this, this is the one thing that I've been thinking about. Is I think that COVID, the way they say it needs to be transmitted, literally almost fits basketball perfectly. Yeah, but it changes it, though. Every time I feel like it changes. Every time someone gets someone tests positive. Yeah, but like if you think about it, like in an indoor, you need to you need to be outdoors. Okay, they're playing indoors. You need to not be on by the same person in close contact for more than 10 minutes where literally there's man on man defense that they're within one inch of each other and they're guarding the same person over and over and over again. And, and I, you know, I, I think that when they were in the bubble, it was fine because it was the summertime. It was slowing down. Everybody's with the same people all the time. And they were with the same people at all the time. If they kept it out of the bubble, they were going to be fine. And, they had everyone before they came into the bubble quarantine for ten days with multiple negative tests. Like that was a science experiment. That's not real fucking life. Yeah. So they're trying to play basketball in real life, where they're traveling into real airports, where they're traveling into fucking other every day or every <laughs> other day. Yeah. Or in and out of Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's going to catch up. And if and when when I when I do think in the real world. Where one person gets it that's on a basketball court that plays 40 minutes a night, you're going to see what you saw where if Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum tests positive, I think it's a fucking joke for the to the league to be like, well, Bradley Beal, you talked to him after the game, so, you know, you better sit out. No, uh, Rui Hot, whoever the hell uh, fucking on the Wizards that were was guarding him all night, I think it was Bradley Beal. That's probably why you got it. You've been you've been on his body to body all night, man. Well, it's like a game that almost leads to that when you're playing in real world. Well, you you bring up Jason Tatum. I want to know if players are supposedly getting tested twice every day. How did Jason Tatum not test positive until after the game? Well, I think the initial uh, after Robert Williams' case, I think, yeah, I think that that was the case. After Robert Williams tested positive, everyone on the team had, te- had to get tested twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. Tatum, because Tatum got tested after the game. Yeah. So how did he test negative yeah, before the Tatum, game and, and then he tested positive, positive after? after? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that, too, the, the players' union is not as. I think there's individuals in the in the player that that are players that are. Uh, by the way, can I can I just plant a seed into your your point real quick? I'm gonna let you keep going. No. Uh, Kyrie Irving, just this the streak of not playing. I, I think it has a lot more to do with with the with what's going on. I, honestly, I do not 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 political. I'm talking about this, this COVID situation. But go ahead. I, I, that's just a. I don't know. I hear you. I, 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 because it's Kyrie, I think it's more. I think it's more political. Like I wasn't shocked after they said uh, that he wasn't gonna play. The day after, or two days after that happened, what what what, what day was it when we were watching? Yeah, but you don't. Th- I I think it. I think there's some truth to that, but I also think he's sort of putting both of them together and thinking like, wait a minute, now I'm definitely not going because I I I didn't even want to go to the bubble, you know, you know, healthy. Even if I wasn't, even if I was healthy. Oh, you're saying so? You're you're not saying that he has it. You're just saying that he's afraid of it. He's afraid of. Gotcha, it. He doesn't gotcha, agree gotcha, with gotcha, it. He doesn't gotcha, think that gotcha. this. 
He thinks that I I, I strike Kyrie as someone as soon yeah, as someone yeah. tests positive, shut the whole thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Now that you're now, it's now, a little now, bit now of both. Yeah, I think a little bit of both. That that first night, I I, I agree with that because honestly, yeah. I can you know, personally, I can say I was not in the mood to do the Celtics post game show. That I hate, bro. <laughs> but you know, it, yeah. these guys crack me up, and and, and I, I'm happy I did it. But I was a little on the fence that night. I was just just not in the mood. I was in a bad mood. So, yeah. but yeah. I heard I heard Kyrie heard his um hurt his a uh, wrist when he was storming the Capitol gates. I thought you were gonna say something that's gonna be a I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I just knew whatever you're gonna say was was gonna be a lie. It's not gonna no. be true. Definitely a lie. Um but I I will be honest, what I'm saying is that about the players union, I do think that the players union is like we're cashing checks. All right. We can't aff- and then the players run the NBA, right? So they're like, we can't afford to not play so playing half the schedule and if you gotta postpone a couple games postpone a couple games because then you can always reschedule them when you play in the second half of the season but i i think this whole this whole board of governors they're they're i think the nba is looking at it like yo we need to shut this thing down and just give it a give it a couple weeks but the players are going to be like no we're not we're not doing that and i don't think i don't think the nba is thinking like that i think the nba is thinking this is exactly this is right on plan. This is, we expected this. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, I, I just think it's a little bit. So, so why does this feel? And you tell me if I'm wrong. But why does this feel worse than what the NBA and the MLB dealt with? What do you mean? Explain. Like, why does it feel like? Why does it feel like there's more teams, more games affected, more players affected, more big stars affected than the NFL and the MLB? It's because we saw zero cases. From the from the start of the bubble to through all the yeah. way through, and it's so like then, a model example, yeah. So then you go you go you know two months less than two months later, and then so, it's, so, like, it's like it's like it's like, we're, it's like we're gonna completely do the opposite of what we're doing. Some some teams were allowing fans; they're still allowing fans. I think I think, I think the Raptors are the only one that they're like, yeah, no more fans. This it's not happening. They're the only ones. Oh, the uh, prime minister stepped in. Yes, the, yes, yes. He said, <laughs> yeah, but plus also but <laughs> going to protect also, his fellow Canadians. Well, Baseball was different because they had way more positive uh, test results from COVID. A lot of this stuff is just more precautionary. Uh, whatever the NBA put in place for for, uh, for for players that are around people who who had COVID. Yeah, but do you remember you know, when baseball started? Some of these teams they don't have enough players to, to play the games. You remember when baseball started? They, they were going I through do. the same exact thing. I they were do. going through the same exact thing because they were traveling. It wasn't until the playoffs where they decided to you know pick a neutral spot. Well, it also wasn't until it was also and wasn't people, and people were still getting tested for testing positive for COVID. It wasn't also until like the Miami fucking team, Florida again, thank you, took it fucking seriously and didn't go to strip club for the fucking game. The Marlins, dude. The fucking Marlins. By the way, I, the Marlins Stadium, we should have gone there. That was where that twenty four hour club was right outside of it. We should have been there, man. Either way. Uh either but, way. Uh we should have known there's a 24-hour fucking club. That's what we should have known. Ridiculous. We heard about it on the Uber ride back. How do you do that? <laughs> Hashtag, this is when you know you're washed. Yeah, we're washed. We didn't do any research about a 24-hour club. Hashtag, you're not 21 anymore. Uh, okay. When you're, when you're 21, you know that shit. When you're 21, you're... Guys, guys, you- guys, guys, guys. I'm about to end this podcast because you guys are bumming me out right now, man. Chill out, man. <laughs> yeah, we just started. Hey, Mr. <laughs> F- the NBA's... COVID nineteen bums me out. Yo, you know what bumps me the fuck out is that this is this is what I want to say. It was 
it was very easy for the NFL to find out on Tuesday that there's been two or three infections in the team, shut down the team facility, and and postpone all practices, all games until the following Tuesday, and only and not miss a single game. But if the M if the NBA does that, and they're going to do that with the Celtics, right? That's three or four games that are lost. Yeah, I know, I know. We, I mean, we've we've we've, we've kind of hopped on that the last couple of episodes. But like, how do you figure that out? Well, well, look at well, look at look at the Sixers. The Sixers had seven players on Saturday, right? And they activated an injured player just so they can play the game, but they didn't play him. It was uh Mike Scott, I believe. He didn't play, and Doc was like, "Yeah, we're gonna play seven guys, but we need to activate this dude." So that we can actually play this game. Mike Scott's like, ah, Doc, I'm still in rehab, bro. <laughs> but they activated him anyways. He didn't play, but they were able to get the game in. Of course, Mike Scott. You think, so let me ask you guys this. So if if, if the Celtics are, are at that point, which it seems like they are, they have eight guys that are in uh, health and safety protocol. Should they bring Kemba back? Not necessarily play him just so that these games don't get. So, so just so that the team is playing basketball, this is no, like this is like the no, first actual no, break. This is like no. the first actual break since since no. since since the preseason. So no. I, wait, go ahead, go ahead, Sway. Oh no, I was gonna say no again, and, and then say um, I, I'm not with the whole you're at a disadvantage because of COVID. Okay, I, I get that. We're all you know most teams are at a disadvantage in, in some way, right? But if you're able to postpone this game and get it in. During a, a, a you know a consecutive stretch of games, then I prefer that as opposed to getting these. You know, you're catching these L's on your record that are going to start piling up, and all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute, this, this this end of the season record doesn't truly reflect where the Celtics are, especially if they're fighting for a third or fourth place or whatever the case oh, may be. Sudden, they're they're a, they're a couple of games short. You're, you're going to look back and think, well, wait a minute. Why did they get that game in? And why did they call up, you know, so and so from the G League or whatever, someone who was in Maine chilling just so they can get this game in and, and catch a twenty point loss? I mean, well, you have you have no clue how many games are going to be in the season. So yeah. every single game is super important. Yeah. If you're the fixes and you roll out those players and you didn't, All right, well, I guess we got a half cup, half full type of thing going on. Well, there, I mean, right? I mean, Kemba's supposed to come back reportedly. It was eyeing a, a Friday return anyway. So then, yeah, technically. He, he he comes well, back a day early, but he doesn't date. play. That though. was a target date, Joel, and, and and that that's a good point because that goes that goes bring me back to my my point about uh the, you close the practice facilities. There's no way in hell comes coming back Friday. He hasn't been able to work out. He got he hasn't, cleared he hasn't for practice yet. He's been canceled. chilling. What's up? He got cleared for practice and the practice was canceled. Well, that's what I'm saying. What if they're practicing at Kemba's house for those who are you know. Not in uh, health and safety protocol. It's like it's like when you it's like when you get cleared to go cover a, cover a game and then the game's freaking canceled. You know, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like when you got a free coupon for a Big Mac and you go then until you got no Big Macs left. <laughs> Yo, that sounds terrible, man. Yes, it's exactly like that. I got a coupon um, for five free Big Macs. Ain't no more then, Big Macs. And then, and then, guys, then you really might know what it's like. Then you might. And then you really might know what it's like. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Do we it's even just, look just, ahead? I don't even know. I don't even know if we should. I don't know if we should. I, yeah, you want? 
Look ahead's been postponed, Sean. <laughs> Look ahead's been postponed. Look ahead. Breaking news. We're not looking ahead. Yo, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's Due fucked to COVID-19, up. we don't have enough players to look ahead. Uh, I, how many players? Yo, we this came, this came down. Listen, this came down from the Causeway Street offices, yeah. and they and they said, you know, due to uh, you know, unforeseen circumstances, look ahead's gonna have to quarantine. Look ahead is gonna have to be postponed. <laughs> <laughs> Contract chasing. <laughs> yeah, you have to quarantine. Look ahead's in quarantine right now. Uh, yo, I don't even have it though, bro. Yo, the guitar and everything, bro. It's all in quarantine. He, he, looking ahead is in isolation right now. So if I was like to sing a jingle exactly. right now, we'd be fucked. Well, we can sing a sad jingle if you want. Nah, man. How about I don't sing any jingle at all? All right. Well, I mean, that's what we were going for. But you were. But then you, you really might know what it's like if there was a still in looking ahead <laughs> to look ahead. <laughs> But then you get COVID, and then they start postponing some games. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Stevens going to lose that chemistry. <laughs> the NBA keeps fucking up this schedule. I was trying to look ahead, and I got COVID, and he was in love. <laughs> You call me infected and you ban me from the building. (laughs) You call me infected, you call me positive, you call me. (laughs) The youngest ain't even gonna know. What are you talking about? Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Know what what's like. Yeah, but then then you really might know what it's like, you know? All right. We wrap up this episode. We wrap up every single episode here on Cosby Street. We take our trip around the NBA with Joel. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Who else has COVID now? Tell us. Well, Adam Silver has got COVID, guys. No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't got COVID yet. Oh, <laughs> Phil Jackson's got COVID. I would 100% believe it. Oh, shit. I would have said, yo, that's it. Lee's done. Shut it down. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, that's not something to joke about. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, Phil. Yeah, sorry, no, Adam. Adam. Adam's down. You know, we got to shut the league down. You can't yeah, be right. playing while Adam's down. Yeah, that's just automatic. It just wouldn't even be like a question, right? Just to shut the league down for a little bit. Now, yo, um, we've been talking about COVID all pretty much all episode, and the reason why Monday night's game between Dallas and New Orleans was canceled because. Uh, we found out a couple of days ago that uh, Sway's boy here, Maxi, and he likes to call him Keebler, but it's uh, oh, Stacy Keebler. It's not Stacy Keebler. You talking about Maxi on the seventy sixes? He put up thirty nine points the other night. No, no, another Maxi. That's yeah, so another Maxi. Oh, another. Oh, yeah. first name Maxi, last name Keebler. You know he tested positive COVID, right? So you got what? <laughs> Luca, are you okay, Luca? Well, not a Drake. Listen, well, listen to this. First name Maxi, last name Keebler. <laughs> Listen to this. Now, Dallas didn't have enough players, so that game had to get canceled. So we're talking about Josh Richardson. Mavs ain't nothing to play with. Ha, get it. Jalen. Yeah, there you go. Nicely, nicely, nicely <laughs> done. Nicely done, actually. Nicely done. <laughs> hey, you know, Jalen Brunson. Nothing to play with. Also in, uh, in, in, in health and safety protocol. And Dorian Finney-Smith. Wait, wait. The Causeway infamous Jalen Brunson of Villanova. Players to be drafted as we went through every Villanova player in the last two years who yeah. was drafted <laughs> in the past seven years to figure out who we were talking about. Yeah, big shout out to our big Villanova fan. Yo, Nova kid. Yo, I, was, 
I was listening to that thing and I was like, guys. Ed Pigney. What's good? <laughs> Yo, uh, what's his name? Alan Ray. What's up, bro? Remember him? Yes. Remember him? Yes. That's uh, good. All right. So in keeping, in keeping with this, uh, this, this COVID, uh, themed, uh, episode here to summarize, you know, the Celtics, they didn't play against the Heat. Not because of the Celtics. That was a, a, a uh, a misconception that it was because of the heat that the Celtics game got postponed, even though the Celtics only had eight players, but that's the, the minimum requirement for you just don't play. It gets postponed, which I don't think these games will be uh, rescheduled, by the way. But when it came to the Celtics on, on Sunday, the available players that were suited and ready to go included Jeff Teague, Marcus Smart, Payton Pritchard, Tremont Waters, Carson Edwards, Aaron Naismith. Is it Neesmith or Naismith? It's Neesmith, man. I can tell you, yeah. It's Neesmith, right? Neesmith, all right. Because sometimes I say Naismith, they're like, no, it's Neesmith. And then I say Neesmith, so I'm like, no, 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 it's Naismith. So it's back and forth. Next time, time it's bigger, all right? Come on, man. Yeah. Why don't you just call him uh, Nessie? Nessie. Nessie. And, uh, and Daniel Tice. And Taco Fall, sorry. He was, they were, those are the guys who are available. So now that the uh, game against the Bulls got canceled, it was because the Celtics have a, another player that's in the health and safety protocol, still unknown. We don't know out of those players I just mentioned. It could be any of those guys because Kemba's out with an injury. Romeo is out with an injury. And the guys that are in the, the health and safety protocol include Tatum and Robert Williams. <laughs> Tatum and, and Robert Williams are both tested positive for COVID. So Jalen Brown, Javante Green, and Semi Ojale have to be in quarantine. And the reason why Trishan Thompson and um, Grant Williams have to be in quarantine because they shared a ride in Florida. They shared a, Told you, man. They shared a, they shared a car. It was a, it was a ride share all together in the car. They all have to quarantine. Carson Edwards was in the car actually, but he didn't. He had so a mask. Was on. it an Uber or was it? A it was a ride share. They just said it was a ride share. They shared a they shared that one of those. No, was it an Uber or was it a ride? I don't know. One of those. One of those companies. Hmm. Dude, that's the thing when, like, everyone's saying how, oh, the NBA, when they go on the road, it's tough for the players because, you know, they, they have to stay in the room. I'm like, come on, man. You know these guys are getting out and about. Maybe they're not going out to clubs or going out and about the way they used to. But, I mean, there's no way the they're taking the the, the, the measures of, of what we saw in the bubble. There's no way that these guys are going to, like, you know, literally quarantine in the hotel rooms or make it seem like, like that, that that's what they were doing because, let's face it, that would – then you would see more uproar. Then people would be more against these strict protocols. But I think they're way more lax than uh, it would have been, I don't know, like 11 months ago when this whole thing started. Yeah, and, and the fact that what's being talked about in these meetings, or if I was going to be thrown on the table, is like stricter rules now, like less less going out, going to restaurants, less like handshakes and, and, and hugs and things of that nature. And if you, if you were going to go down that road anyways, then they just should have just, I don't know, somehow thought of a, a bubble kind of environment to start the season. I'm not saying like the exact same bubble that they did, you know, last season, but I don't know. I, 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 I'm still, I'm still a firm believer that if, if teams were able to just play in like an area and not constantly be traveling across the country or back and forth and shit, because these games Regional are every, these games are every other day, then I think they would be less, less likely to spread this because Tatum has it. But he's not showing any symptoms, so it's no, it's regional bubbles, man. Regional yeah, okay, bubbles, yeah, regional bubbles. Yeah. Done. There you go. I don't know why it's yeah, very feasible. I like just they've gone to the they, they they can't. I mean, 
they could, but it's going to take a whole lot of scheduling and, and because obviously the schedule is not about just about, uh, oh, you know, this team is a travel to this city, you know, because it's easier. No, like other arenas, they have to all comply with the exact same schedule. So I think now you reached a point where it's like, okay, well, if, if there's a breakout and if this continues, everyone just quarantine and then you have to continue the schedule, but then, then, you have to do the bubble. It's inevitable, okay? Whether we're talking about the 22 games or, or excuse me, the 22 teams or we're talking about just the playoff in general, realistically, I think that there's a good chance we see that. The playoff bubble, uh, you know, the play-in tournament, which is already was already planned before the season started. And then you move on from there. But I just think now that you put the season out there, I mean, you put that the first half of the schedule out there, you have to find your best way. You have to do your best to, to, to comply with it. But if everyone would just take a break and, and quarantine really quarantine for 10 to 14 days and then resume the season i think you have a better chance of reducing these numbers but then what happens in 10 10 days 10 games like a month a month out right yeah it's going to be the same thing yeah. so I, I i mean honestly like i hear what you're saying Sway, but i think the only way this is going to work is if they legitimately like so they've only made half of the schedule right so the half of the schedule is there so I think this is going to go into like August. Like, honestly, I think it's going to be a very long, like the, the, the championship will be in August because I think what they'll do is well, yeah, they'll, but they had, you know, they had that in mind because they know that they can obviously go that far because what they did last year. And I think that's why you, we haven't seen the second half of the schedule because they were going to wait and see because they were, they were anticipating this, which is smart well, by, by um, Barry. Very smart by Barry to well, make I mean, sure that he only did half the schedule. Yeah. But, you know, but, but Barry, Barry didn't take Barry, into the account. Maker. Barry, Barry didn't take into account the you know, the Olympics next summer. Yeah, he this did summer. his best, man. We talked about this before, all right? He did his very best. He anticipated the best he can. And you know what? I guarantee you, before the season started, when everyone was like, you know what, Barry? You've really been working your ass off. You know, I, this, this couldn't have been easy. He said, like, wait a minute. Save that for a couple of months. Because when shit hits the fan, <laughs> the way I'm anticipating it, don't be going around the office being like, Barry, what the hell were you thinking with this? With this terrible schedule. This is yeah. awful. Look at everyone's getting sick. What are we going to do? We're going to lose all this revenue. Exactly. Barry, Barry's trying his hardest, guys. Yeah. Right? He's trying his hardest. He's doing his best he can. And you know what? He actually, they may be able to pull this thing off. They may be able to get to well, MLK Day. And I'm telling you, that's nothing, too. Once you get to MLK Day, you already got Christmas Day in the books. You can take a break. You you can afford to take, you can resume the season in a few weeks or whatever. MLK Day is the, is the, is the checkpoint. It's well, a checkpoint. If you can cash in on those games, well, I, I mean, know. you just have to get by this week. You may, they may, ha- they may have to postpone those games. Now we don't yeah. know. No, you, you just have to get by this week because MLK Day is next Monday. So if <laughs> if uh, the other half of the league or or if, if a, a few more teams can can get through their schedule, because that's not to be the whole that's not to be the whole league. If the couple of teams, few teams can get through their schedule, then the NBA the NBA has a shot, but. Realistically, I don't think any of these games that do get postponed are going to be played. I just think they're like, all right, we just chalked it up as a loss. We're not. That's not, we're not going to. All I'm saying is that because it, we don't want to go. I, I don't. I don't think they want to go into August, bro. I have MLK Day off. My my company finally recognized MLK Day as a holiday, and I want to watch basketball on MLK Day. I've never had this. I never had this uh, experience. I never had this experience. Mm-hmm. If I miss it. I'm gonna be a little bit pissed off. But you, you, know? just, you didn't just plan to just have the TV on while you were working. Oh, definitely. I would have been watching. <laughs> it would have been a problem. But there yeah. you go. Did you make it sound like it was gonna be like an issue? Yeah, it was gonna be like a blackout. You couldn't <laughs> be able to watch. Um, working from home. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, 
because obviously the Celtics have been tight-lipped about the eighth player that's either testing positive or because of contact tracing. Wednesday's game has now been postponed against Orlando, which was supposed to be the first of a two-game set with a day off in between. Where? In Orlando? No, it's uh, in Boston. Good. Yeah, both games. Don't worry. Yeah, right? Orlando ain't, ain't going to be able to travel to Boston. How do you know this? Cesspool. As long as they don't come here with those stupid orange jerseys. We'll see. Suns jerseys? Yes. Those Orlando. Suns jerseys. <laughs> Get those in Florida. Stupid freaking Suns jerseys. You're not the Suns. They're the Florida Suns now. That's what they look like. It's terrible. They, they literally look like the Tropic the Tropic Suns. Yeah. Well, Chicago, on the other hand, you know. They, the, they're, the, they're, the Tropic Thunder, the Tropics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, um, the Tropics. The Flint, the Flint Tropics. You know, they almost, they almost was part of the merger into the NBA, but it didn't work out. I didn't think yeah. Flint was a big enough market. It's a shame. It's a shame. At least they won the Mega Bowl. That was a, that was a dope Mega Bowl, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the postponement of NBA games has reached seven now with Utah versus Washington being postponed on Tuesday, and now Phoenix versus Atlanta tonight is the latest game to be, quote, rescheduled, fellas. So, we'll see. I beg to differ. Yeah. Well, in case you missed it, Sunday's Rockets-Lakers game was broadcast in China. First time a Houston game has been broadcast in China since former GM Daryl Morey's tweet in support of pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong back in uh, October of 2019. And um, if you're if you're wondering, China has not broadcasted a Sixers game so far this season. <laughs> surprise, surprise. People don't forget. <laughs> People don't forget. <laughs> hey, did I forget those way? You forgot. No, no people do. This episode of the Causey Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Right now, we have the NFL playoffs this weekend, so you don't want to miss out on any of this action. That's right. You can win plenty of money here, guys. Head to BOL right now and lock in those bets. So don't, if you haven't, miss out on BetOnline.ag. Right now, when you head to BetOnline.ag, use the promo code CLNS50, and that will get you your 50% welcome in bonus. Head to betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% welcome in bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, and um, we spoke about this a little bit earlier, but in case you missed the the all-star for the Nets, Mr. Kyrie Irving is planning on not playing today. Apparently, there's video footage of Kyrie at a family birthday party where he was not wearing a mask, possibly violating NBA COVID protocols. He's missed now four straight games, and it doesn't seem like he'll return at all this week. Now, the NBA is investigating the video footage, obviously, and if it's found that he did, in fact, violate protocols such as being at a gathering of more than 15 people, then he's looking at a hefty fine of $410,000 for each game he has missed. Oh, and he has to explain to the Nets for his absence, which continues to be for, quote, personal reasons, according to Team GM Sean Marks. So this should be interesting. 
Is this because he's scared of COVID or is it because he's taking a political stance because of Wednesday's riot in D.C.? That teammate seemed to uh, be behind oh. him, obviously. That's their brother, quote. And so they stand, whatever, they stand whatever in support. he says, what, whatever he says. Well, he hasn't said anything, though. That's bullshit. the thing. That's going to be bullshit. He, he hasn't said anything. And I don't think he will, to be honest. So we can speculate all we want or, you know, we'll just assume or jump to conclusions that I, I just I just thought it was honestly because of what happened in D.C. But Sway does bring up a good point that, you know, makes you makes you makes you think that, yeah, maybe he is scared of COVID because Kevin Durant is coming back from it. Right. He's still he's still quarantining or he was quarantining. He was. Yeah, he just got out. Yeah. Is anyone if fresh out, fresh out the quarantine? Drug. Anyone fresh close? Out. There's no one closer to Kevin Durant's nutsack than Kyrie Irving. So I'm sure he's probably COVID freaking out and maybe he's got it. Who knows? But I mean, the fact that you just don't tell your coach and the fact that you just don't tell your organization who's paying you how many million dollars a year about what's going on and what's happening to you is ridiculous because the Nets are looking for any fucking reason right now. To just say like this is okay, everybody. We want to have a PR move. This is okay, but they're, they're all they can say is that we actually have no clue where Kyrie is, and we haven't heard from him, and we don't know <laughs> what's going on. Means that Kyrie is a fucking pussy. That's what that means. Well, I mean, the fact that 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 Steve Nash said literally moments before the game. That's when he realized that Kyrie wasn't, you know, warming up or. Or he hadn't seen him. I, that's he's full of shit. Like, there's no way that, yeah, you're not gonna know that. Yo, wait, where's my starting fucking all star point guard? Why, why, why is he not out here right now? Like, yo, that, problem, he would he should have noticed like three hours before the before tip off. Never mind, like right before tip off. The problem is that like if you do it's it like up, that from uh, Anchorman, I don't believe you. If anyone, <laughs> anyone else, anyone else at any job at any time did a no call no show for three straight days. Yeah, but yo, it's, it's not even about that. It's about what Joel saying. It's, it's yo, you, you're why are you lying for him? Yeah, and like it's yeah. like you're not even trying to make yeah. it look believable. like even 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 if you, it, it would have been better if you just said, "Look, tip off." You didn't notice your point. Yeah, you, you should have just. You, he should have just said, "You don't. Have, you don't have to even say the reason." Obviously, because that's what's being put out there is personal. He just said, "Yeah, we spoke to him. We know he's not going to be here. We don't know for how long he's not going to be here, and that's it. It's personal. Whatever. We don't know." But he's for him to be like, I don't know where he is. I mean, I reached out to him. He didn't respond. It's like, oh, she kind of kind of making him look like more of an asshole than than what he is. If you're saying like you you reached out and he didn't reach back. I think that's intentional by Steve Nash. He's like, I need to have some type of fucking authority here. So, like, I'm not going to tell you that this guy is doing such and such and make an assumption about this guy. He's like. I'm trying to win, and I'm a rookie head coach with no head coaching experience. So if if this goes south, my coaching career is done. So that's why he's probably calling him out real quick and just being like, not calling him out, but just, just being the truth and being like, hey, Kyrie wants all truth all the time. This motherfucker ain't talking to me, and I'm his coach. I'm his coach. Like to keep to keep the to keep the dramatic scene going. I just envision like. You know, Steve Nash is like kind of walking somewhere, just kind of like thinking to himself. All of a sudden, just like Kyrie's arm just flashes in front of his chest. He just pulls him to like a freaking alley. Just like if you ever make me look bad again, oh Kyrie, 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 what are you, what are you talking about? Listen, if you ever make me look, look, I brought you in this motherfucking place. 
And I I'll still, get you fired tomorrow. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll have so, Mike D'Antoni yeah. running this fucking team so you're quick. Conference right now. I'll, I'll do it. You're going to get it. <laughs> like I get to see him just like just bullying him. Like yo, that's why they hired this dude. That's Harry. why they handpicked him. Keep asking. Go to him Kyrie. and Durant. Kyrie, why don't you, why don't you have your mask on anytime and be like, I have two MVPs, motherfucker. <laughs> right, right. You've never played on a team where you've been the best player, and I have, and I know what it takes to win. That's why at the same time, everyone wants to shit on Steve Nash. I I love the fact, and it's not just to hate on Kyrie Irving. I love the fact that he said, "I don't know where the fuck he is." <laughs> I mean, he just he wasn't he wasn't holding wasn't holding anything back. He was Nash. like, no, "I haven't heard I haven't heard from this guy." Like, I'm not gonna I'm Nash, not Nash Nash in that uh, in that uh that dramatic uh, scene that way he painted for <laughs> us. You know, Nash was like, "Kyrie, why don't you have your mask on? Why are you so close to me?" I don't know. <laughs> why am I doing this, Coach? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> So now, now it has it has effect. Like, does he have COVID? Is he? And now, and now I'm infected. No, but whatever. And why was he wearing Native American garb? It was very weird. <laughs> now, yo, a, a dark alley. He was in a teepee. Now, yo, but to even add to more of this uh, conspiracy, I think I think teams I think teams are going to go down that road when it comes to uh, players either uh, actually being injured or. Being out because of COVID-related issues, because I mean, look at look at Tatum. Tatum. The Celtics wouldn't even say that Tatum have. They still haven't said he has it. He's just like, oh yeah, he's in, he's in health and uh, safety protocol. On Saturday, and the report came out that he had COVID. Yeah. That he was that he that he was tested positive, and this and the Celtics were like, no, no, he's questionable. He, he he might still play. He might still play. You know, on Sunday, and they had to like test him a bunch of times to be like, no, okay, so it isn't a fake positive. He he has COVID, but they still wouldn't say he has COVID. They still won't. Well, I think Jason Tatum definitely has COVID, but at the same time, it's, so the whole thing that's being missed here is like, what did the players' union decide on for COVID release pro- protocol? Because there, there, there are HIPAA rules that say like you don't actually have to tell nobody you got COVID. You just need to quarantine for fourteen days. You know what I mean? Like you need to, you need to be responsible about it. You can't pretend you don't have COVID and leave. And, and just and leave and go to work every single fucking day and go to work and, and knowing you have COVID, then you're going to get arrested. But if you have COVID and you just don't and you're just quarantined, like no one needs to know your name. Well, when, you, I, when the when reports come out that, that say you had a quarantine 10 to 14 days, what are people what are they supposed to expect? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Which is the thing. It's like it's like if you if you're a contract. If you're doing, I keep saying contract tracing. I don't know why, but con- contact tracing will say like, "Hey, this person tested positive for COVID, and everyone around him needs to be quarantined." Which is just so strange to me that like, how do you? How is the NBA? Uh, I, I do think the NBA is being very weird with their contract tracing because. Yeah. They, it's like everybody on the team, the way that COVID works, everybody on the team should be quarantining when somebody has COVID. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be four plays here and four plays there and then up. You know, we never know. So another play here. It needs to be everybody. No, you're right. I mean, 
the fact the fact that the Celtics could potentially be eight players down between now and the next twelve days, uh, and and if and if and if they can't play basketball, like the team in general, so you're talking about a, just a, a stoppage just just within them. Never mind the league, just them. Anyone else really let down that the game didn't happen? The Miami game or the or the Chicago game? The Miami game. I really wanted to see like Marcus Smart just be like balling out for like one day. And he's like, yo, you can't shoot enough on this squad. And he's like, yo, I'll put up 50 shots tonight. I can do that. Yeah. Like, that's no problem at all. Like, well, he, Marcus Smart, he was about to put up <laughs> the most points out of any player that's ever averaged like 13 points a game. Yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting to see. Well, I mean, that's that's all I got right now because, uh, you know, the, the further we try to go into – uh you know, this week and, and, and next week, it's like, it, it might not even happen. So it, this, yeah, that's, I'm, that's I'm, it, you know? my prediction, my prediction, Joel, is that like the Celtics aren't going to be good. What do you mean? They're not going to be good. They're not going to be good in terms of like, they're going to actually play Nobody games. Said, Damn about your prediction, man. Like three to four days. No, I'm, I'm telling you, man, the NBA is going to shut down because Giannis was just in Orlando. He was in Florida. Mm, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a good look. So I think if if the Bucks if the Bucks get infected the way I think they're probably going to shit's going to shut down bro the second oh. the second that the Bucks start having an outbreak and then you have the the Nets the Bucks the Celtics all having an outbreak that's not going to be good for the NBA and I think they will they're not going to postpone it but they'll pause it a week they will they will Well, we shall see as always, hit us up on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics and COVID <laughs> news, rumors, and opinions. Fuck you, COVID. And uh, what we got coming up on um, on the after show, on the after hours, the Causeway after hours on, on Patreon. I don't know, man. Would you, you have to sign up and find out. How about that? Oh, I like that. So that, that means you got to sign up, subscribe. <laughs> No, I think you subscribe. That's how you find out. You subscribe. You can listen to our after show, and you can listen to Sway's, to Joe Sway's one on one with NBA players, coaches. Yeah, no, no, no seriousness. Uh, yeah, you know, we got Tatum. Uh, Kobe's coming out soon. Uh, one on one with Joe Sway, new episode. Kobe Bryant special episode. Um, and then of course we got uh, the latest episode after hours, which is pretty funny because Sean gets accused of being a homer. Can you imagine, guys? You don't Look, fucking say it. Sean Dutra. Someone had the audacity to call oh him a homie. Oh, my God. And it's pretty funny how Sean explains it and how he uh, defends himself. Yo, real quick, Sean. How do you feel about your boy, Bill Belichick, not accepting Douchebag's Medal of Freedom? If he accepted that shit, I was – I I literally – was I was so I was driving today and I was thinking about how am I not going to be a Patriots fan next year? Like I I, I think I, I think I would have I think I would have that would have been that would have been automatic. That would have been a, that would have been had no, he I gone had he gone to the White House and accepted the Presidential Medal of Freedom, you would have said I would have, I'm out. I would have had to figure out how I'm not going to be a Patriots fan next year. Now he has stated that he's not going to accept it. Yeah. Which is, which makes me feel a lot better about my Patriots fandom, my Belichick fucking, you know, 
trust Belichick uh, ideals, and I'm glad he he ended up on the right side of that. But damn, bro, that was like three days of hearing that shit, and like that was close. That was close. You know, <laughs> it's a close one. It's a close one. What though? You know what though? So let me let me let me tell you what I what I've actually thought about about this. I thought it. I thought all it through. He said that was close. That was close. I, I was basically going to root for like the fucking dolphins. <laughs> he might here. he might as well he might as well have said I've thought about it. And I was just on the cusp of accepting that shit, but you know, and then I realized this motherfucker. It was a, it was a long night for dude. You know it was. This motherfucker's trying to use me as a fucking, as a pawn and his little, his little game that he has with the fucking American public. He can go fuck himself. Right. And, and then he realized that, wait a minute, that's going to be the story 10, 15 years from now. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. But like, he's never going to win a presidential medal freedom but he never should win a presidential medal of freedom like did you hear the last round of presidential medals of freedom that he gave out was to annika sorenstam and gary player like are you fucking kidding me these are just decent sports players in subpar sports in the 90s they were huge (laughs) huge he was a golfer Nah, that that fucker was trying to figure out who can I give this award to that the American public would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool, yeah, we'll we'll forgive you for the, for the, all the shit that you fucked up on the last four years. Hey, how about you? That's funny because that's funny because I on John McCain when he dies, and then we're we're okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then you're not maybe you're a decent human being. Yeah, no, I, was, I was gonna say though, I, I I hate this. I hate to say though, like. When Obama was in office, man, I was like, yo, this dude is just giving these things out like it's nothing. But he was giving them out to, like, Bill Russell. You know what I mean? Like, like people who should have, exactly. like, long, long overdue people, you know? That goes, like, beyond sports. Right. Trump is, beyond like, sports. Like, like, Belichick has the people and trying to figure out who's next. But. Yeah. Belichick is, like, the the most I've, I only give a fuck about sports guy in all time. Yeah. And he was about to get the me- Medal of Freedom. Which should go to people that make a real difference in the country? Are you kidding me? He said, "He said uh, the Patriots aren't in the playoffs. Really? Oh, I got it. I could give it to Bill. He'll take it." <laughs> yeah, Barack was giving it to like you know scientists and scholars, and like he was giving them out like you know to very impressive people. But yeah, he, he gave out a lot. <laughs> but what that's you you expect that from a liberal you know president, I guess, but. Yeah, you see what this guy's well, what he was giving out the last the last couple of years in the office. I'm like, oh man. Could you imagine? Could you just imagine fucking rooting for the Patriots and he would wear his medal on his fucking sweatshirt? <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, or man. just knowing that he would just have that medal and he would just you'd always you'd always be like, no, Donald Trump is running the Patriots right now. That's I, I I can't have that. Yeah. And what whatever you did, whatever you did in 2016, and whatever you did in 2020, it is what it is. But you can't keep holding on to it, and you can't be paid off for it in a fucking medal of freedom. Yeah. Which, by the way, Lil Wayne is all all also on my fucking shit list right now. Okay. Well, what are you doing, man? What are you doing you now? Know why, you know why he went for Trump. Now Trump's saying he's oh, going to the, the tax shit. <laughs> no, gonna... no, he's going to pardon him. Yeah, he doesn't want to do a pit. He's got a gun case right now that could put him in jail for life. Yeah, he doesn't want to do. That's still pending. Fuck. Still pending. No, 
yeah, man, you play around. This is this is like this is like his third gun charge. I thought, yeah. that, I thought that just went away. <laughs> I don't know. No, it didn't go away. He <laughs> sold he sold his masters because he's sort of like it's like yo, this is this is it. This is yeah, it. So let me. You know, and that's cash. why that's why this motherfucker was like, yo, platinum. He said, I'm cashing out. He's like, I'm going Trump, to jail. Trump Trump's got got black people, and he was like, yo, if you lose, bro, just pardon me. Yeah, I will. I will do what I can. Yeah. I will speak up for you, and, and he did that. And you watch, Lil Wayne's gonna get a part in before this is all in the, uh, all done over. But as long as now, I mean, if he get if he did all that for a pardon, and Trump didn't win, I think I'm okay with it. But I don't know. Still, at the same time, he could have more <laughs> of an effect. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna say, man, dude, yeah. he's doing it for his freedom, man. What do you, what do you, yeah. what do you think? He's gonna do whatever. Belichick just doing it for a fucking purple fucking heart, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Bro. Nah, at least at least you know, some of these fuckers are getting. Are getting arrested for all that shit that went down in, in, in DC, including uh, uh, including the, the cops who were fucking wearing like MAGA hats and taking selfies and shit, and just and just allowing this shit to go on. No, you know what? I watched that fucking. Did you watch the video of that woman getting shot? Oh yeah, I did. It's hard to watch, but yeah. it's also even harder to watch to see the guy. Who's filming it? Go to the cops who are barricading it off, and go. We're not mad at you, bro. We're mad at everyone who put you. Who's mad at you? You just leave here before everyone else gets in here, and then those cops just fucking walk away. Yeah, they just walk away. But then that the my my dude who was obviously fucking yelling at everyone the entire time. If you fucking come in here, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. And that one motherfucking chick tops over the thing. Bang. I told you I'm going to shoot you. I mean, you um, don't, you don't want to see violence. You don't. I, I you know, I'm, you don't want to see violence. I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting here going, well, good. You know, they deserve that. Whoever got, whoever got hit or whoever got shot or even killed, you know, when it comes to what happened. And I'm not sitting there going, ha, 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 ha. Hey, no, like none of that, none of that shit should have happened. And, 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 and none of, and none of those things should happen when there's, when there's actual peaceful protests you know what though joel they did not deserve it but they did not deserve also to get into the capitol building no i know i know they did not also deserve for the police to <laughs> have such a delayed <laughs> response that it allows uh, uh two thousand people into the capitol building walking around like if they own the fucking place for real like like it was if, a fucking club like i said <laughs> it was just they were just getting escorted out like all right guys got enough damage Y'all shit on the walls. Y'all fucking, you know, left cigarette butts all over the place. It's it's that's enough. Enough is enough. Y'all gotta go. Y'all gotta go. Come on. Party's over. Party's over. Joel, if we want to, if we want to talk, hey, about man, you guys, they might just be like, you, you know, you don't want to know what we would have done to you if you were black. Like, come on, <laughs> we let this party go on long enough, motherfucker. Like, come on, way too Jeez. long, way too long. But that that, that I digress. That picture yeah. of fucking SWAT team police escorting that woman down the fucking steps. Holding her hand, bro. It was like she kissed, kissed the goodbye on the way out. She's like, "Thank you." Just literally, like, yeah, I got you me of my grandson. <laughs> literally, literally made me so fucking mad. Like the most mad I've ever been Disgusting. about the whole thing. Because when it, when it happened, honestly, when it happened, when the when the siege happened, I was like, ah, yeah, what do you fucking expect? You know what I mean? Like Trump's igniting people and they just act on it and weren't ready to respond. But then when you're ready to respond, it don't matter who the fuck is in there. Yeah. 
you treat them like motherfucking terrorists. That's yeah. what you do. Because that's what they that's what they were. Yeah. That's, that's what they what, were. That's what do it for this uh, episode of uh, Cosby on Politics, guys. <laughs> Take you next time. Fuck <laughs> my NPR voice. <laughs> you know what though? I will say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there to to you guys, and you tell me if I'm way off. Throw it out. But I've never been more like somehow creepily and pathetically okay with the actions of Mike Pence. Okay. I can see I can see why. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see why. Like Mike Pence could have like I'm not giving him any fucking credit. But I assumed that he would have just said, Hey, fuck you. Yeah. We ain't doing this shit. Right. But I also think that Nancy Pelosi runs shit more than you fucking think in there. Yeah. That that conversation we've seen over and over again where they're in masks and she's like, Yo, fuck you. She's giving that yo, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like there's my life type shit to Mike Pence. I think yeah. he really like, hey. It took four fucking years of fucking you sucking Trump's dick, but maybe his dick she's don't. Like, she's like, I'm I'm full. I don't need this anymore. So maybe those blowjobs been a long way. You know? Yeah, and if you and, but you know what you know what the problem is. She's like, I don't need you anymore. Blowjobs been a long way. You know what the problem is though is that he's like he's like using this. He's gonna, he's gonna use this as his run for in fucking four years. Because Trump's not going to run again. No way. Now, right now, he basically decided he's never going to run again. But Pence will try to run again. And he'll be like, I stood up against the the madness against mm-hmm. Trump. I didn't agree with him. I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, escape, escape yeah he's, trying to, he's trying to save his political career. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. He basically... Him, but you know, you know what, though? Joel, <laughs> at this point... So it's this, like, he's got my vote. Uh, you know what? I kind of like him though. Yeah, yeah. At this yeah. point, Joel, I don't like, give a fuck. It's like, it's like he's against homosexuals, and he, you know, he's, he's for the KKK. But he's got my vote. Yeah, no, I don't like, I don't yeah. like Pence at all. Yeah. I don't like Pence at all. I just, I'm not saying go Pence. No one should ever vote for Pence. No, no you're not, bro. <laughs> just fucking. I'm just saying that this is far from an endorsement. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I don't was, think Pence is going to play this clip. It was a breath of fresh air to see him not fucking suck Trump's dick. No, I feel I feel like realistically fourth year in a row. No, realistically, <laughs> I've I've noticed I've noticed Pence has been like not fucking with the dude since the election night. When this motherfucker came out to fucking talk shit, talk about he won already and it was like two two or three in the morning, and then he just literally catches Pence off guard. He's like, Yeah, come on, come up here and say something. Pence is like, motherfucker, like what the fuck? <laughs> wrong with you it's like, like, can you not can, can you, you not? Can, i know right like <laughs> he's like you know showing the no i'm good motherfucker. i don't want to speak right now and he literally he literally said like 10 words he's like yeah uh you know we're still counting here so uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know what this i don't know what this fucker had me come up here for i don't know i got nothing they to say the, you know last seven reporters said i know you know. i know you wanted me to fucking you know give him the hoorah like yeah but I, I'm not doing but that right now. We're not, we're not doing that right now. So I think pretty much since then. I think that was the moment. What he just said. Yeah, I think that was the moment when he was like, really, motherfucker? You said that there's fraud without any fucking evidence? Damn, I made a mistake fucking four years ago. Yeah, man. But, you know, there are so many fucking stupid people in this country that still fucking 
literally like people like guys 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 it's your next door neighbor it's your best friend it's the people that you don't fucking hear are talking out about it because i do think that half the country is outraged about what's happening and they're out about it and then if you don't hear somebody talking out about it they think the election is rigged yeah and it's ridiculous but that's you know i'm that's my piece all right yeah well as always Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. And hashtag Black Lives Matter. And last but not least, hashtag fuck Donald Trump. All right? Hey! with this motherfucker. I usually Yo, don't say his name. I usually don't say his name. I usually do not say his name. It was, it was necessary for how I'm feeling. Fuck Donald Trump. That fucker. Now, I've been saying that for fucking months, and you guys, for years, and you guys told me to stop saying fuck Donald Trump on a yeah, We life. never told you to stop saying that. I never said tell you to stop saying that. <laughs> now, once did we have that conversation? Never, never ever. I was like, guys, we're losing a lot of followers. Now, so. that's fake news right there, what you're saying. <laughs> John just looked at me like, what the fuck? What? Joel did say we were losing a lot of followers because of our fucking anti-Trump shit. No, no, no. We were losing... Oh, oh but yo, you're making it sound like... No, you no. Like, we were losing followers. I'm going to say fuck Trump next episode. We're like, no, man. Please don't. No. <laughs> don't do that, Sean. No, yeah, no, no. That's, no. that's what it just sounded like. I said we were losing followers uh, because of the stuff that we were talking about when it came to Black Lives Matter. Mm, yeah. Which, I'll, like which I'll never apologize for. It's like the people you're talking about when you said, uh, you know, it's your, it's your neighbor, it's your friend who's uh, who who... Very rarely talks about politics. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's true. That's true. They vote for Trump, and they're That's fucking great, and they just. But you know what's you know what's scary? Me? You know, I shouldn't say scary, but you know what really surprised me, and it shouldn't, but it just did, man. It's just how those people were just quiet the day, the day of, like, of course, like the diehard right, you know, deep in the right wingers, like quiet. I'm in just the like, really, yep. you got nothing to say about this. Uh, uh, the attack, you mean, or the vote? The attack. The attack. The attack. And I get it. Okay, I'm not asking you to go and 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 apologize. Nor do I want you to defend it. But can you just say, "Yo, what's going on right now is wrong"? Can you just condemn it, please? Can you be a human? I'm not asking you to to become a freaking Democrat. No, they all fucking had to. They all fucking. Can you condemn this behavior? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And then it, no. went into their regular Republican stance about like, or exactly, abortion is still wrong. No, no, no. They're like, oh, it's uh, it's it's Antifa. It's like, come on, man. Are you guys still doing this right now? Like, oh, they were they were pretending to be Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They posted someone, someone. This is incredible. I'll never forget this. This person is. A law, it's like she's a member of law enforcement. She's like a cop. She posted a random TikToker who, uh, like you know, they they, they photoshopped themselves with the with the white White House in the background, you know, the backdrop, right? Yeah, yeah. So you don't even know if she like legitimately was actually at the event. Yeah, yeah. She, she recants some story about how these group of people was it was they they claim Antifa and they ran in there and they were the ones that did all this and that. Yeah, and she puts it up as if it's like. Breaking news from CNN, and it was just like, "Yo, like, are you kidding? You're a cop, and you're." Yeah. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen one person from Antifa get arrested, right? And this is before all the arrests. Like, this is the night of, right? You know, yeah, obviously yeah. we're seeing all the mugshots and everything now, but like, like to, to just jump the gun like that and just hug on to that as a reliable source. Yo, can I tell you the one 
that I'm really nervous about though. And she's a cop, bro. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be like <laughs> they're, they're, geez. the irresponsibility right there of that shit. And, and, and I'm supposed to trust someone like you if you yeah, no, pull me right. over. Yeah. You pull me over. Like yeah, imagine yeah. if you're the one that's gonna, you know, has a chance to pull a gun out of me if if you decide you, you know, it's it's necessary. Guys, if I are you, if I pulled over, I mean, I won't do it because um, I never get pulled over. But if I were you, if I get pulled over, Stop I would showing just, off. Hey, I voted for Trump. <laughs> voted for Trump. Oh, you should say that. Yeah, that's all you got to no, say. I would just say that. I would just say that. Yeah. I would, so vote for Trump. Don't kill me. <laughs> I can't believe what this country's come yeah. down to. Bro. For real, dude. No, this, this, this that, that's, just that's, extends his hands and takes my hand. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. My biggest fear right now is the fact that, the fact that this was allowed to happen and that if this was allowed to happen and they didn't have bombs and they didn't have guns, well, they did. They did have bombs and guns, but they didn't set bombs and guns off. Just makes it like a fucking test run. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like if there there are like whatever all these motherfuckers want to say and fucking Sheila's dad was there and uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. right. You know what I mean? Like you know what? Those motherfuckers are the pawns, and those motherfuckers are the ones that are gonna get killed by the you know right wing extremists who were leading the charge that are gonna blow up and kill people. Hell yeah. And, and, and if, and if we're, we, if that's, that's honestly, honestly, forget Al Qaeda, forget fucking, um, what's the other terrorist group? Um, oh, uh, ISIS. ISIS. Forget ISIS. It's our own motherfucking country that's going to be terrorism. On on blast if yeah. this is allowed with bullsh- because with their bullshit it- fucking conspiracy theories and their and they're drinking the Kool Aid of 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 what they they they're searching on the internet and and it's, they don't believe anything that that's act that's factual yeah fuck it's all a that. Doctor Phil it's a Doctor Phil effect it's ridiculous yeah all those motherfuckers watch Doctor Phil every day yeah it's true and well, it has to do with what Dr. Phil says. It just has something to do with I'm white and I'm poor and I should have more money and because I'm white. Yeah. It's true. I'm yeah. entitled. The entitlement. And and this country has done me wrong because I'm white yeah. and I should have more money and and why why do I see uh, foreigners Spanish coming in, yeah, and black and Chinese yeah. and Mexican and yeah. all these people making more money than me. And how do I? How, how am I not gaining from white privilege type motherfuckers that haven't worked a day in their life other than fucking sweeping fucking floors? Fuck you! I hate. I I hate half of this country. I yeah. do. Yeah. I do. It's fucked. It. It's, fuck. it's not. It wasn't an accident, by the way, that. They repeated the uh, Saturday Night Live, the Dave Chappelle episode. Yeah, that, that was a nice. The Aunt Jemima one or like the other yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I watched that with Paul Stroll. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he lost it when she was like, but I'm Aunt Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the funniest That's one of the funniest things. You know? And then when he saw her, her laughing, he laughed even harder. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
when they were trying to get when he was trying to contain his laughing. Yeah. Like she couldn't even continue the line because she, everyone kept laughing. She couldn't stop either. <laughs> no, the first line. Put on John Jemima. Yeah, after he says everything, you're fired. And she's quiet. She goes, but I'm on Jemima. <laughs> which you have no idea until she says it. Which, Oh man! <laughs> but yeah, that's no. But I was going. I was going. I mean, that's a that's a great skit. But I was going. I was talking about the monologue when he's like, "It's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's not a coincidence that you know, more white people are killing themselves. Like the the suicide rates are going up. More white people are on drugs than any other time in this country, and and there's more white people that are that are poor than in recent memory. Oh. But unfortunately, instead of just, you know, like. No, no man, no, man. Causeway on politics is over, bro. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's um, next- I'm just going to put it one way. I'm going to put it away because you brought it up. It's the fact that there's one thing that white people know how to do is vote, bro. And, you know, blacks and Hispanics and multicultural urban America just never felt like they needed to vote before. Where these white motherfucking people have been voting the entire time. It's true. Until next time, folks. It's good to be a humble winner. Remember when I was here four years ago? Remember how bad that felt? Remember that half the country right now still feels that way. Please remember that. Remember... That for the first time in the history of America, the life expectancy of white people is dropping because of heroin, because of suicide. All these white people out there that feel that anguish, that pain, that mad because they think nobody cares. And maybe they don't. Let me tell you something. I know how that feels. I promise you, I know how that feels. If you're a police officer, and every time you put your uniform on, you feel like you got a target. On your back, you're appalled by the ingratitude that people have when you would risk your life to save them. Oh, man, believe me. Believe me. I know how that feels. Everyone knows how that feels. But here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. And I don't hate anybody. I just hate that feeling.